0: Welcome back to Mash Mouth, a podcast covering every single episode of the hit 1970s sitcom Mash. I'm Vanessa.
1: And I'm Ethan.
0: Ethan, how are you? Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year. I'm pretty good. I'm uh, I'm happy to be back. I hope that uh, whoever's listening is happy to have us back as well.
0: Yeah, I was so sad when we had to take a hiatus because life, but I'm really excited to be back. I thought that we would open this episode just by talking about our little New Year's Eve tradition that we do every year because I think it's a lot of fun. So do you want to explain what we do?
1: Yes, uh, we, we do a little gift exchange and it's a, it's a good time. We don't get anything like crazy for each other, but we, we try to get things that are like very specific and very like interesting for each other. Uh, this year was super fun. You got me this, like, awesome Kevin Smith uh, visual dictionary, like, history of all this stuff. And I know some people don't like Kevin Smith, but as a New Jersey trash bag who uh, <laughs> likes movies, I'm, like, contractually mandated to at least appreciate Kevin Smith on a uh, <laughs> spiritual level. So it's, it's a super cool uh, gift to have, and thank you very much. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're welcome. I always say Ethan is really easy to buy for because I just like can look at something and know that he's going to enjoy it. So Ethan actually got me a MASH related gift this year. And it was really sweet. It's the final days of filming on MASH that Alan Alda's wife actually took a bunch of pictures, I'm pretty sure. And there was just some commentary and it was really cute. And also this history of the musical The Great Comet. And it's so fun. I love I love musical books like that. So thank you, Ethan. I'm so happy that we're back recording and that we had our fun little New Year's tradition.
1: Yes, thank you as well. I uh, love <laughs> just Just love it. It's super fun. Um, I'm glad that you like your stuff. And I hope that you <laughs> Uh, when we get further into the show can use that mash book as like some some reference uh, material like this is how <laughs> yes, they did definitely. it definitely all
0: right so do you want to get into the episode a little bit
1: i would like to get into the episode this one is insane uh but let's first give a little bit of like a summary and everything that we're gonna do so do you want to tell us what happened in this one
0: yes so in this episode called germ warfare Hawkeye treats a wounded North Korean soldier in his tent due to limited bed space in the OR. When the soldier needs a blood transfusion, Hawk and Trap decide to use Frank as an unwilling donor. But of course, there are complications that arise from their little shenanigans. So Ethan, what did you think about this episode? I know you have thoughts.
1: Okay, so first of all, I do want to say that I thought this episode was good it was very dense with uh jokes like i started writing Mm -hmm. down lines that i thought were good but like literally two minutes in the episode it was like there's too many lines to write down like i had to (laughs) like not do that because it was just so fast and so quick but also oh my god this episode is like insane like they steal (laughs) frank's blood and i know that we don't like Frank Burns on this show, but like that's an insane thing to do. This is the first yeah. time that I was like, no, they should be arrested for this. They should be in jail. They they stole a piece of his body without his knowing consent. It was like this is like a great This is a crazy thing for these heroes to do. <laughs> what did you think of this one?
0: Well, I remember on the Frank stealing Frank's blood part, which we'll get into in a minute, but. On stealing Frank's blood, I remember watching it as a kid and being like, all right, so what? They took Frank's blood. Not really understanding the implications of like stealing someone's blood against their will is just not
1: okay at all <laughs> that would happen in like a thriller like a silence yes. a Lambs thriller be like and i stole your blood while you were sleeping
0: <laughs> yeah it was crazy and i didn't understand like at the end too when i was younger when i was watching it at the end what they were so angry <laughs> they were like what you stole blood i was like who cares <laughs> but yeah it was honestly really crazy but i really like this episode as well I also noticed like so many good one-liners in this one. I just just great. Lovely, lovely episode besides, you know, the stealing of
1: the blood. <laughs> and it was it would be like different if it was uh like later on in the episode for for various reasons that we'll get into, they have to basically also steal Frank's urine and the way they do that is like
0: I don't know if it was urine.
1: Oh, uh, well, <laughs> Well they they make him drink a bunch of beer. So I thought it was like, oh, I have to pee now.
0: It, it, this is this is evidence that Ethan doesn't drink because <laughs> you don't know what happens to you when like alcohol runs through your body.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, either way, uh, you know how they acquire the the specimen that they they need uh later on is a little more like not not non-knowing consent like they still take it without him knowing but it wasn't like they they force anything yeah if it was like they tricked him into donating blood and then like gave it to the north korean without his express permission to give it to the north korean like that would be different but the fact that they literally just in his sleep drain him of his blood and they're like all right this is a fun thing to do It's insane. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was a little bit crazy. So why don't we get into why they have to take Frank's blood?
1: Yes, (laughs) we're a little all over the place for this one, but it's it's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we, we jumped it a little bit. So to get into the reason why they steal Frank's blood, Hawkeye is treating this North Korean patient and... Uh, So something along the lines of he just needs like plasma or blood or something and then he'll be fine. But of course, Frank is like, no, he's a North Korean soldier. We're not going to we're not going to let that happen. And uh, it's just it's just so annoying and so frank (laughs) that was my first reaction i was like wow there's frank again
1: yes one thing that i like about this storyline is that first of all they they clarify that he only needs 24 hours of bed rest to be like Mm -hmm. good it wasn't even a huge ask and of course if you work in the hospital like bed space is precious so i did understand that like when henry is brought in he was just like no we need bed space for for our guys it's, it is it mm-hmm. is understandable, but I do like how in this show, um, based on what I've seen, that North Koreans are never portrayed as, like, the villain. Like, not any mm-hmm. d- more not than they would be in a war situation. Whenever they're brought into, like, their unit, they're always just people. Or uh, Hawkeye wants to treat them as just another wounded person there that they would have to treat. Mm-hmm because he's a doctor, and he's a good doctor, and he's empathy. It's like, it is nice. Uh, that is a very consistent thing with the show that I've seen.
0: Yeah, I actually noted down like, of course, Hawkeye is like, No, I don't care if he's a North Korean or just anyone he's he needs his bed rest, And I want to make sure he's stable and lives before he's transferred. And then, of course, like I said, Frank is very much like, no, he has to be transferred. He's a POW. Eh." Yeah, he
1: he (laughs) wants um... to send it to prisoner of war, which I just think is like, kind of extreme i was just wounded i don't really understand like circumstances of like wartime and being in the military i'll admit yeah but like sending this guy to prisoner of war for being wounded sounded insane he
0: would be because he's north korean or like in in the narrative of the story because he's a north korean person he is automatically like a prisoner of war they would send him to like a pow camp and whatnot and he would be held usually, <laughs> hopefully, in, like, negotiation for American POWs, and it would be, like, an exchange of prisoners of war using human beings as leverage against another country. Kind of gross, but, you know, that's how it works, and yuck. But, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I just, um, I'm very unfamiliar with the, the circumstances of how this situation works, so thank you for, for clarifying that a bit. because yeah, of Because just hearing course. that kind of knowing the basics of what a prisoner of war is uh frank just being like oh just send him there like very callously i was like that seems extreme but i guess if that's like routine it's not fine, but it's fine.
0: Yeah, it was like protocol. But before that, again, unfortunately, that has to happen. That's just like army regulation. Hawkeye, again, wants to make sure he's stable. So he goes to Henry and says, Henry, let's make sure this guy is stable. He's a patient. I don't care if he's North Korean. And what I really liked about this exchange, when Hawkeye and Trapper are trying to get Henry to agree to let Hawkeye take care of this patient until he's stable to be moved, is that when Hawkeye and Trapper say to Henry, you're being regular army, he like relents immediately. He's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. I guess I am being regular army. Okay, you can do what you want. And I feel like that comes back to Henry just kind of knowing how all this works. Like He knows that it's not the right thing to do to move an unstable patient so he's like, all right, I don't want to be regular army. So go ahead and do what you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, because again, I do understand like the actual issue at hand that they just don't have the space for it. And, you know, if an American soldier got hurt and like they didn't have the room for it because of this North Korean guy, like that does look bad. Uh, so I understand it. And I like that Henry did relent to like consenting to have this guy be treated in Hawkeye's tent because it's just his space you know it's not hospital space so like yes this was like a clever like execution of the situation and then it went insane from there
0: (laughs) i really liked also the prisoner of war his name is pie so you get this scene where hawkeye and trapper move pie into the swamp and it's kind of a voiceover where henry (laughs) henry says I don't want any more like blowback from Frank Burns about this guy. So what do Hawkeye and Trapper do? They move the guy into the swamp like to share quarters with Frank and Frank
1: just freaks out. He's like,
0: what the heck? I ordered this guy transferred.
1: I, I got to give Frank some credit because as soon as they were like, this is our space. We You can't do anything about it. He's just like, oh, OK, fine.
0: Yeah. He's not happy about it, but he's like, OK, whatever.
1: He doesn't scheme, which I, I thought was like good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so as we talked about, they determined that this, uh, this prisoner of war, he needs a blood transfusion and, uh, the hospital is like low on AB negative, uh, which is like a very special specific blood type to have. Yeah.
0: It's the rarest type of blood. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. And they determined that Frank has AB negative. So while he's sleeping, they, they stick a needle in him. Somehow he doesn't wake up from that. That would jolt me awake like there's no tomorrow. He's just a a tank, I guess.
0: <laughs> I noted that too. I was like, there is literally
1: no way that this
0: man would sleep through being stuck with a needle. There's no way.
1: <laughs> and then they they drain him of a pint of blood and they, they whisper sweet nothings into his ear while he's sleeping. <laughs> and uh that's you know that happens and it played for <laughs>, laughs and it is like i know this is a comedy show and i know it's like a funny gag to do especially it's just like look how absurd this is but man oh man what a wild what a wild thing to do <laughs>
0: yeah it was uh it was pretty bad again we're not condoning that <laughs> like don't steal
1: blood don't but steal <laughs> blood
0: but yeah no it it was kind of wild um that they were just and they were like, okay, got a pint. We're good now. I did think it was funny, though, that they were kind of, like, playing with Frank while he was asleep, like, trying to elicit dreams of Margaret. I thought funny. That was That was funny. And that, to me, kind of saved the darkness of them stealing his blood.
1: Yeah, it was like, they probably could have got the blood from somewhere else or got it under different circumstances, but they wanted to be jerks and be like, hey, got your blood, Frank, what's up? <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh.
0: So then... Then, of course, that leads into the main like conflict of the episode where Pi, he's starting to get sick and he's experiencing symptoms of hepatitis after they give him frank's blood in this transfusion and they even note in the show too that it's a long shot that frank's blood gave him hepatitis but also i feel like they were really relying on the audience not knowing how medical stuff works because like i don't feel like this would be as big of a concern because i don't know it's just like kind of impossible
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm no expert, but they do, they do clarify, like, no, it would take a while for, for hepatitis to, to be transferred to someone like that through blood. It wouldn't just show up immediately. And they acknowledge that in the episode, but they're also, like, well, it could be a new variant. So uh, let's just, you know, and I think it's part of their their, I want to mess with Frank kind of thing. Like it's fun to them to fool around and see if he has hepatitis and if they can get rid of him. Uh, Because they're not really concerned for their his health. They're mainly like, oh, man, if he has hepatitis, he uh, he'll have to leave.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I actually noted that down. I thought that that was uh, pretty funny that there's uh, up until this point you see kind of like a role reversal where margaret and frank are usually the ones who are trying to like scheme to get hawkeye and trapper thrown out of the camp we've seen that like three times in up this until this 10 point. episode run yeah <laughs> now it's roles reverse where it's hawkeye and trapper being like oh wow if frank has hepatitis then he can be thrown out of the camp basically but i did notice that you know they they do seem like genuinely concerned like uh we we really should know if he has hepatitis or not like this this is yeah, an important thing monsters, to know they're not monsters
1: but they definitely do have a uh, an underlying motivation that maybe yeah. is is driving them to go to a bit of extremes to determine this
0: <laughs> yeah like they don't let him operate eventually but also they do kind of go to lengths to try to keep him away from margaret just in case you know they you know have sex and then he does have hepatitis he could potentially give it to her so they do care (laughs) but they care in their own special way
1: the margaret thing in this episode i thought was also insane uh like i know that they've had this relationship and i know that that's been very like open on the show that like they they Mm -hmm. they are in a relationship with each other but in this one it wasn't any more explicit than like anything that could be on a 70s TV show, but they were like <laughs> just very, they were talking a lot about like, oh, I want to touch you and everything. It was like, this is very, <laughs> this is very explicit for what they normally do.
0: Yeah, it was very much like, it was as dirty as dirty talk could get, I feel that was still, you know, TV appropriate. And
1: the, the G rated TV RPG. <laughs> 70s uh yeah it was just like whoa they're talking explicitly about like you know
0: you know having sex you could say it (laughs) i did think it was funny That when Hawkeye and Trapper are trying to keep Margaret and Frank apart, they kind of realize it. You know, they know what they're doing, and they think they're up to their normal just tricks and playing jokes on them and stuff. And then Margaret says something like along the lines of, "Oh, they're just jealous of the purity and spirituality of our relationship." Meanwhile, meanwhile, she and uh, Frank are carrying on an affair while Frank is married. It's just like, yeah, so pure. Man,
1: (laughs) Margaret deserves so much better. I like. She I just does. have to say that. That yes. I don't understand. Not giving any shame to to Larry Linville or anything, but like the character of Frank Burns. Like, what is appealing about this man to her? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I know understand. she's like.
0: <laughs> she's just so much better than him. I. I. We stand Margaret Houlihan, <laughs> <Yeah>. but. <laughs> It's fine, she does get better, it, eventually. She, she does do better. But, um, yeah, I just thought that line was really funny. It's just like, wow, stop. <laughs> oh, and also, like, the the fact that the way Hawkeye and Trapper are trying to keep them apart is so classically sitcom to me, where it's just, like, it's so simple, but it it's effective to be, like, stupid and funny. I don't know, I, I really liked that.
1: Yeah, all they do is say, like, hey, uh, Henry needs... Frank and uh Dish needs Margaret <laughs> and they just go that way and they're like, "Oh, okay, I guess we can't hang out right now." Uh, and then they show up and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, I didn't need you." And they're all like, "Oh." Okay, like there was barely any conflict there. Just like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> "Oh, well, I guess you don't need me. Uh, see ya."
0: <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Um, I think we both noted down too that the ending was like really quick. So right after Hawkeye and Trapper kind of make it so that Frank and Margaret can't, you know, be together they have to go after they
1: uh they get more samples of i guess his dna or whatever yeah
0: we forgot to talk about the samples so yeah so as we said frank possibly has hepatitis but they need another sample from him to test to make sure and they don't have enough of his blood left that they had stolen um so they have to like trick him into giving them a sample of some other bodily fluid so that they can test it so i thought it was really funny that they tried to trick him into giving the sample by like goading him into camaraderie like hawkeye trapper and jones set up this whole thing where they're trying to get frank to test beer to see if like one's stronger and one's flat and et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> and he won't do it originally and they say to him what did they say they're <laughs> Like,
1: we were really hoping you could be one of the guys or something along those lines.
0: Yeah, and like, oh, I thought he would be a normal guy. <laughs> I thought I that, that was kind of sad. Yeah, I thought it was kind of sad that he was like, you know, oh, I want to be one of the guys.
1: Because <laughs> everybody wants to be friend, like, even though they don't like each other, I'm sure that Frank would be much happier if he was like, man, I don't quite see eye to eye with Hawkeye and Trapper, but like, Man, they are my friends. We do hang out. Like, real, <laughs> that was a real sympathy moment for him. I was like, oh, I feel yes. that.
0: I know. Like, I don't, like, I, I think I've mentioned before in past episodes, I don't feel bad for Frank
1: Burns that often, <laughs> but sometimes, like, his humanity shows. Sometimes when you steal his blood, you know, you really feel <laughs> for him.
0: But yeah, so they eventually do get a sample from him by forcing him to drink beer and having to use the bathroom, Um, which, gross, like, they- they do it in a they force kind of like make him go to the bathroom in a bucket and oh god that's just so gross to me the thought of that is just nasty but eventually and after comes,
1: sorry to be like no, no, carry no, no, on ahead. this, but after he, he goes to the bathroom whatever he was doing uh <laughs> he comes out of the of the little tent that they set up and just has this like all right I did it. I'm feeling good. Like, this little stride <laughs> to him. I was like, this is yeah. a very odd way to exit the bathroom. He was like, well, well done.
0: Yeah, I know. And then, of course, like, his boot was off because he was in the middle of taking his boot off when he was drinking the beer. So it was just, it was just a very, like, comedic moment. I loved that. But eventually, at the end, Frank is going to uh, start operating on somebody. And so Hawkeye and Trapper have to tell him You know, we think you might have hepatitis. We stole your blood. And we think that blah, blah. And Frank is Frank says, there's no way I have hepatitis. It wouldn't have shown up that fast. You know, he probably came the pie probably came in with hepatitis. And they say, no, but to like to be sure you shouldn't operate. And Frank goes to operate anyway. He's like, no, 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 I'm not I'm not going to listen to you. And if someone tells you you might have hepatitis, as a doctor, shouldn't you just like not do that? Shouldn't you not put other people at risk?
1: It's almost like Frank isn't a very good doctor or something.
0: Oh, is that a hot take?
1: Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> That's all they do. Yeah, the they fact that they say, say that he might not have time. a medical degree sometimes. <laughs> oh,
0: I love it. But yeah, so I thought that that was kind of ridiculous. <laughs>
1: yeah um and then like margaret comes in as well and she's just like what is going on i don't understand this and when they do tell them that they stole frank's blood like of course they're like you did what but they're not like that angry like not any more angry about it than any other prank that they pull yeah again like real world they should be in prison for stealing your (laughs) co-workers' blood. Like, that's an insane thing to do. That's like a violation of the human body uh, under any circumstance to, like, steal someone's blood while they're sleeping. And they're just like, Oh, Hawkeye, what a a wacky other thing that you've done to me.
0: Yeah, I was really like, when I was watching this, I was like, shouldn't this be a bigger deal? I mean, I know it's a sitcom and they can't really make it like a huge deal. But (laughs) I was like, this seems like a bigger deal than they're making it. But I don't know. (laughs)
1: I mean, when... In other episodes, they do drug him, they do tie him up, stuff like that. I mean, I guess that isn't much more extreme in context, but it was just like. It still felt like a, a like a wild <laughs> swing that I never quite recovered from, as you can tell from this commentary. <laughs> where it's just like, wait, this is an episode about stealing another guy's blood? What the heck?
0: Yeah, I think that I think that us growing up in you know like the 21st century and this show being kind of old, that we just we just kind of respect bodily autonomy more than maybe they did in maybe the more. 1970s. Yeah,
1: not quite, <laughs> so- not quite as fun. To, to <laughs> violate other people's space anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's not like as just played for laughs anymore, I don't think. So maybe that's why we're kind of harping on this.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, Larry Gilbert and everybody. Like, you did a good <laughs> job. But, like, this is a wild one. This is just one of those wild ones that I don't even dislike. I just think it's, like, crazy. Like, yeah, you would it never, is crazy. never try to do this storyline in anything today. Like, yeah, ever. I can't imagine that
0: flying today. Not at all. Even Just, like, yeah, break, no.
1: <laughs> if Walter did this to somebody in Breaking Bad, it would be like a description of like, look how far he's gone.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's definitely episodes of House out there where House did something similar and then got in like actual trouble. Yeah, I mean, it
1: was played like, you can't do this. You're a doctor. <laughs> And then they're like, well, I guess it's fine because you got results.
0: Yeah, I guess it's kind of similar to Hawkeye and Trapper, but in a more dramatic way. But anyway, to get off the topic of blood now, um, it turns out that, of course, Frank doesn't have hepatitis. Uh, He was right all along that Pi had come in with hepatitis and magically it's all better now. Uh, This ending really happened quickly.
1: It was just like, oh, well, you don't have hepatitis. and also. You know, I'm no medical expert, so when they said you have anemia, uh, I was just like, oh, well, I guess it, it was a mutual go- good, because even though he didn't have hepatitis, they discovered that he had something else, uh, so maybe they didn't steal his blood in vain, and then they're like, ah." Oh, Well, you have anemia because you weren't prepared to do a blood transfusion. So it was just like completely pointless. I was like, well, that's the ending, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought that that was I thought that joke right at the end was funny. But I I really loved the final scene in this episode where um, you get frank and pie playing checkers together in the yes. swamp i thought that, I that was so about sweet that. that was
1: really good like it is kind of a non-ending just to the main story but whenever this show does have like a little epilogue like a little tag at the end uh it generally does like a good job of being like all right everything is good uh yeah th- I, this was thought- a cute fun ending
0: yeah, and I thought it was sweet too that like Hawkeye and Trapper kind of acknowledged that they stole Frank's blood and that that was probably really wrong. And they bring him flowers and they yes. say, you know, do you forgive us and stuff like that. Of course, they make a joke at the end, but I don't know. It just felt very wholesome. The them apologizing to Frank and Frank playing checkers with pie and it was just it was sweet. I really
1: liked it. They literally say like, "Oh, you're so generous, but next time, <laughs> uh, next time maybe we'll get your permission because." Of your generosity, Frank was just like, "Well, I don't know what's going on anymore." <laughs> that was kind of a monkey game. Uh, I know. But otherwise, funny. good episode. Like it's, it is a funny episode.
0: Yeah, I laughed a lot at this. One. Had
1: a lot of good moments, but it just twenty twenty one brain, twenty twenty two brain. You're like, well, maybe don't steal your friend's blood, but otherwise, <laughs> good episode. <laughs> the,
0: the one, one final thing about pie too is that. Um, I just really liked how in <laughs> in the final scene, he said hi to Hawkeye and Trapper. And he had, in perfect English, he had no accent. And meanwhile, the day before, they had to have Hojon translate. I was like, what What happened here?
1: But okay, sure. You can learn English very quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, because English is so easy to learn.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was cute. He was mainlining that uh, Duolingo in bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so do you have any favorite lines from this from this episode
1: after they find out like frank might have hepatitis they they talk to him like oh you feeling okay you doing all right and uh frank is like well i did have a weird dream last night i uh i dreamed that i was a soda pop and they stuck a straw in me and people were drinking me and like <laughs> that was a, that was a good line i like that one they're so silly the imagery was so silly I really like that one. Uh, Did you have anything uh, that stuck out to you?
0: Yeah, there were literally so many. I just, I just, I couldn't note all of them down, but I noted so many down. I really liked in the uh, close to the final scene where they kind of reveal that they took Frank's blood. Uh, Henry bursts in when he hears the commotion and uh, frank says i want these two arrested and henry goes you always want these two arrested <laughs> i loved that so much and also when hojan was translating for pi hawkeye goes i wish we had subtitles for this oh my god i
1: <laughs> just that, that was I so completely funny. forgot about that one that one was the best because they they don't subtitle the the korean in the show at all and just uh, hawkeye going i wish we had subtitles felt so I love that one. Genuine. Yeah, I know. That was a good (laughs) line because that felt like a very modern joke.
0: Yeah. One other thing that I thought was really, really weird was that right before they find out that Frank possibly has hepatitis, Hawkeye is talking to a nurse in the mess tent. I forget her name, but forgot um, about
1: this scene too it was it, okay it a was a wild scene
0: yeah we're kind of jumping all over the place but th- this is honestly so crazy because he's talking to her and he is basically imagining her naked and i was sitting there like why is this scene in there like what's the yeah, point of this, this, this Scene
1: is we should mention this episode is credited to be written by series creator larry gilbart and i think that any time that a show has um, an episode that's written by the person who created the show that episode is always a little more like you know a little more like hey check me out I'm, I'm writing the episode i'm a cool dude i created the show Yeah, this is my vision and like this one with the density of the lines and like this insane scene with this nurse i feel like that was uh That was a real, like, I'm Larry Gelbart. I'm going to do what I want with this show uh, kind of moment because Hawkeye is talking to a nurse, who I don't know her name, and uh, she's like, oh, are you undressing me with your eyes? And it, like, cuts to his fantasy vision where, like, you don't see anything, but shoulders up, you can just tell that she is, like, not wearing any clothes. And, like, that's the only time that so far like a fantasy like that has happened in this show where it was like strictly shown from a character's uh perception or their imagination so it was like it genuinely caught me off guard to have this yeah not even that she was naked or anything it was just that like it's weird that we're seeing inside Hawkeye's head in this moment.
0: Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know, something just this scene just didn't, I don't know, it felt very strange. It's like, yes, I understand that Hawkeye is sex crazed. We, we don't need to be beat over the head with it. I, I think personally, but that's the male gaze for you.
1: <laughs> literally, like, literally. Li-
0: no, yeah, literally. <laughs> but I do have some trivia just to uh, start closing out. Pi was played by the actor Byron Chung. He played a character on the show Lost, and he played Sun's dad. I can't pronounce really his last name, but it's so crazy to me because he was an old man, and he's so
1: young in this episode. It's, it's, it's insane. He's like a teenager almost here. Yeah. I need to watch more of Lost. I know people- oh, You like, know what? Don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> Lost, like, crash and burns, but it seems so interesting like what is good. I I do want to see that. I would not recommend it.
0: But and, and I love Lost. <laughs> but yeah, so he played he played Sun's father. Uh who was actually like a really he was a really bad character and he was very uh important. Not like super important, but very important for Sun and Jin's backstory. If anyone has watched Lost and they know. Um and and Byron Chung is actually Korean. So we got I hey, think our first one. Yeah, we got our first Korean guest star, and that makes me happy.
1: Woo! All right, that's a that's a, that's a good uh, foot to start on for this our return.
0: Yes, definitely. Hopefully, we'll be getting better now. <laughs> so, Ethan, do you have any final
1: thoughts? I did like this one. It was good and funny and dense with jokes, and clearly was a little more out there than the other ones. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, maybe. Watching this, if I was younger or in a different decade, I would not uh, bristle so much at the the central (laughs) uh, plot line of this one. But otherwise, this is by no means a bad episode. I I had a good time watching it, and it was a good one to kind of return to because it clearly gave us uh, a bit to talk about in our return episode.
0: Yeah, I thought that this was a great episode to return to. Um, and I'm excited to, cause I don't remember this next episode. I, I don't recall what's coming up next. So I'm excited to see what they, what they followed this episode up with. Cause it was, it was kind of out there. So I, I'm i curious. I'm excited.
1: I'm excited too. And it's good to be back. It's good to be, uh, talking the show with you again. Cause it's yes. just always a good time. Uh, and I yes. hope that everybody listening can tell that we're also having a good time. Uh, <laughs> this talking was such about a it. fun
0: episode to talk about too, yeah. So to wrap up, we'd just like to give thanks to Jacob Frierbalco for being our technical consultant, Melissa, my sister for cover art, and of course, our lovely listeners. Links to music, our social media, and where to contact the show will be in the description. And until next time, don't
1: steal people's blood. Just don't do it.
0: Goodbye, farewell, and amen.
1: Bye.